and people were asking, how are you? How are you doing? And you're, I was just not in a great space. And I was like, I'm doing great. I'm fine. Everything's great. Welcome to Relationship Renegade. We still ain't selling houses, so this ain't staged. Serving hard truths and calling out spades. Seeking to educate, so hopefully you make the grade. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> We're glad you're here. <laughs> Welcome. Had... Go ahead, go ahead. I had no idea how it ended. That's but okay. welcome, fam. <laughs> Weekend edition. Mia is in the building. Woohoo! We're we're we're, we're gonna get her. Uh, uh, well, how do you say? Um, we're gonna get the bars. We're gonna you can have some bars in a few weeks, Mia. <laughs> okay, cool. Guys, we are glad you're here joining us for another <laughs> rendition episode of uh, Relationship Renegade, and as always. Like we like to do on Saturdays, we bring Mia back. Mia joins us to kick it, to chillax mm -hmm. a bit, kick your feet up. So thank you for taking us along for whatever it is you got planned for today. Um, spending a little bit of your day with us. Truly, indeed, like I say, like we say, we are glad you're here. Now, Mia. Jameson. Let's get into this topic. Okay. Guys, we're talking today about this concept called toxic positivity. Have you heard anything about it, Jameson? Well, yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I know what I think about it. <laughs> okay. Um, I also know that a lot of people tend to not see it as a thing. Yeah. You know... When I first brought this topic up, I had just been flipping. I don't even know where I was flipping, to be honest, scrolling, flipping, who knows. Um, and it like caught my attention because mm -hmm. it seems just so weird to have toxic and positive in the same like same word. Breath. Yeah. Yeah. Same breath. Um and so it definitely caught my attention and I was like, what the heck is that? I need to know more. And what I found out was really interesting because I do feel like, um, even sometimes I tend to do it. And, um, I think more people probably do it than they even realize. Oh, for sure. And what I'm talking about, just in case our listeners have never heard of this concept before, um, toxic positivity is defined for us as um, just an optimistic way of looking at things that are situations, events um, in, in your life that, and I'm summarizing here my own definition, <laughs> but it definitely... Um, it then results or can be like problematic because there's a denial or a minimization mm -hmm. invalidation of you experiencing authentic human emotion. Yeah. 
Yeah. Or acknowledging it. Or acknowledging it. Yeah. Uh, um, kind of a way of avoiding things. Um, and so I sat there with this and I was like, my goodness, like I can definitely think of times when I have done this. I think some people have tried to do this um, kind of thought process as it relates to COVID-19, mm-hmm. um, as it relates to um, really anything. <laughs> yeah, you don't even really need a major pandemic to no. find yourself in that kind of situation. Um, initially, when this came up, it aut- it instantly took me back to when, well, not even when, it was a whole season where I was um, starting out with the practice. Mm-hmm. And if anyone's ever started any business, if you're in a business now, this is probably very appropriate for you. <laughs> um, the curse of the entrepreneur is that we are optimistic beyond optimistic. We are positive beyond positive. We don't even see, we're so like, we'll hang ourselves on a rope of positivity. And anyone who tries to just kind of say, hey, have you thought about this? We don't even want to hear it. Mm -hmm. So when we started talking about this, that's where my mind went. Okay. Interesting. Mine went a different way. Do tell. Yeah. Okay. So I, I think there's been a lot more of my friends in the last few years um, that have aired on the side of um, actually it's kind of a joke now for some older generations that millennials, Gen Z, whatever, they kind of are into like their crystals Mm -hmm. and manifesting and um this kind of idea of like you put positivity in the world and it comes you know i mean it it comes back to you um or you minimize a lot of things because things aren't going great and you don't want to kind of accept that there's the reality of your situation is it's not, it's not great. Like you're going to have to make some hard choices and pretending like they don't exist or Mm -hmm. trying to manifest them or try to whatever um, is not going to help you make the hard choice. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. um, Uh No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. So I was, I was noticing that with some, um, some friends and just people I was having just nor- like casual conversations with. And I'm thinking to myself, I agree that you, sh- you know, in the sense of being positive or looking at a situation um, with the glass half full, mm-hmm. but I also don't want to minimize the part of reality. That's like, okay. Okay. But yeah, but you still, again, have to make the harder the hard choice or you're going to go and avoid it and it's just going to come up, come back in another way. Yeah. Yeah. I can already see that we may be like rubbing some people the wrong way. (laughs) Um, We're just kind of raining on their parade and and we're (laughs) throwing their crystals out the window, but this speaks to having some kind of balance, right? 
Yes. Um, it, it, and even as I'm saying this, I recognize that mm-hmm. to overcome many challenges in life, mm-hmm. obstacles, you do need to have this element of positivity and optimism. Absolutely. And sometimes you got to be the only one who believes in it. Mm-hmm. And this, I'm not saying that, you know, uh, forget just believing and hoping that there's a place for that. Mm-hmm. I, I think like, and you've said it, and I mean, at the risk of being redundant, it's just when that's all people put out there mm-hmm. with little to no um, action behind, behind it, you know? And, right. And when you use the word reality, that's also mm-hmm. a trigger word for a lot of people. It's true. You know, because mm-hmm. the, as a clinician, and you know, we mm-hmm. speak in, in realities all the time. The question <laughs> is, whose reality is it, right? Right. That's and, true. And so when we start talking about, you know, living in reality, mm-hmm. it's it's a um, it's a fine line, mm-hmm. and it's subjective. Yes. Thank you for pointing that out because. Um, you know, I, I, like we talked about in our last episode, if you didn't catch it, check it out. We were talking about new year's and new year's resolutions and whose new year's really is it. And this idea of hope and the human humans wanting and needing hope and somewhat of that positive outlook on life Mm -hmm. and whether you get that from, and we coincided with, with faith. And I think, you know, crystals and things like that are definitely um, believing in in a bigger power other than yourself. And I I totally get that um, and respect that too. So when I was talking to some of my friends that just so happened to think of this, um, that's kind of where they were, were going with it. And someone that was close to me definitely used it as um, this idea of toxic positivity of almost like a crutch. Mm. Uh Uh-huh. Like it can't be that bad because I'm looking at it like this. And, um, you know, it, for me, it got a little frustrating because when I'm trying to have this conversation and be supportive as like the friend or the partner, um, it was frustrating for me because I'm like, okay, I can't, I'm having trouble relating with you because this, the way you're looking at it is interesting because you're, you're not also recognizing like the consequences that can come with it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. When I work with couples, sometimes one person, well, both of them essentially are living in two realities Mm-hmm. But one is just like saying, like you say, it's not that bad. We're good. Right. You know, and the other one is like, what the hell do you mean? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I, I and the, the image that I have is, you know, you're in a house and the house is on or on a boat. Let's say the boat's on fire and mm-hmm. you're sitting there. No, it's not that bad. It's okay. We'll get through this. No, you got to recognize that, you know things have shifted a bit. Yeah, exactly. 
And I think then there's like that disconnect and like it was taught, we talked, we're saying earlier that authenticity Mm. of that, of our human experience, which is also, you know, that, that balance of, of happiness and pain and, and, you know, all of that, like having both, um, I think that's a very, what is it? Buddhist way of thinking of things that balance. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah. So I thought I had been seeing it a lot in my own, my own life with people and even myself sometimes with waxing on this, like this positivity. Like if someone asks you, how are you? And you're really not in a good place. Mm -hmm. Um, saying I'm fine. Um, is really masking that, um, what was happening. Now you don't of course have to share your life details with someone, but that was just a small example of everything's great when it's really not. Yeah. Especially for, well, what's really messed up is if it's people who know you. Mm-hmm. So strangers is one thing, but friends, family, neighbor, um, if they're asking and you're saying everything's fine, but they mm-hmm. know it's not fine. Right. They, it, it's, it's blatantly obvious that it's not fine. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. The, quest, the question that also comes to mind for me is, how hard do you think it is to exist in that space? I obviously imagine my, it's obviously quite my, difficult. Yeah, my question is a little biased, obviously. <laughs> um, and as soon as I said it, I was like, well, maybe it's not that hard for, it may not be that hard at all, but I imagine it would be a little difficult. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I feel like I have been in a space in that way before when I was just not in a great relationship and I felt not great in general and people were asking how are you how are you doing and you're I was just not in a great space and I was like I'm doing great I'm fine everything's great or how are things with so-and-so and I would be like um good we you know we did this and we did that which was true but it we I also wasn't being completely genuine either mm-hmm. or I would, I would want to say that so that I didn't have to deal with it. Yeah. It's almost. And so the opposite, I think it's like you are trying to convince yourself. Hi, we are the Messiah kids. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking subscribe. Now this podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to not have to go there. Yeah. I know I've been in that situation many times. I mean, Mm -hmm. I was going to say once or twice, but that'd be, that'd be a damn lie. Many times I've been going down a certain road and just feeling like this may not be good, but I am not wanting to give up or not wanting to reverse course, mm-hmm. right? Going back to that denial we're talking about. Right. 
So I imagine, you know, some of that is what's happening as well. Mm-hmm. And then one thing I learned about that is just how exhausting that is. I imagine it, it I, well, I don't imagine I've been there and it is exhausting. It's having to keep up with appearances while, you know, you feel not so great. Um, but the other side of that too is, um, I, like we talked about earlier with it being like this balance, because I do, you know, when I'm not in the happiest of places or I am, you know, kind of kind of more negative, I guess, headspace. Um, and people are like, you know, just smile, grin. There's, there is some sort of psychology behind smiling Mm -hmm. (laughs) and laughing and it kind of transforming your mood a little bit. Um, but I do think that there's, um, like you said, there's like that delicate balance where I kind of want to act that way or wane on um, positivity so that I can pull myself out of a kind of a funk. But, but you see, so is that the only way to get out of a funk, number one? Um, no, I don't think there's, there's, just one way to do it but that seems to be the default mode though um it definitely can be and it has been for me once or twice before (laughs) i think for much of society Mm -hmm. the default mode Mm -hmm. for getting out of a funk is this whole fake it fake it till you make it these sayings don't worry be happy Oh my god, and the songs about being happy. The songs, and, yeah. And 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 you know, I understand there's a place for the uh the outside motivation, that external motivation, the mm-hmm. extrinsic motivation. Because a lot, you know, depending on who you are, you feed off energy of others. Okay. You find it some may find it hard to motivate themselves. Mm-hmm. But on, on, on a bigger scale almost, and, and maybe philosophical, I guess, I think as a society, we're conditioning people to be positive even when it's not merited. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the problem. Like even even at, when people are grieving, they feel like they can't. And Herdeen talks about this all the time on her podcast, um, redefining grief. Like we don't allow people to grieve to grieve. Mm-hmm. Um, people even in those situations feel like they can't be sad. Right. There's a shame or a judgment. Right. Associated with it. Mm-hmm. With any with almost any other emotion, but being happy. Mm-hmm. that's so true and while I'm thinking about it it's like well what are who are you doing it for now mm-hmm. are you doing it for you because you want to avoid something or are you doing it for other people yeah, yeah. does that make sense no it makes sense I mean uh, I mean maybe you're doing it 
for both but the question is where does one start and where does the other right you know end and the other begin right like do you not want to unload on like be authentic in that way that part of yourself because you are concerned about how another person's going to take it which kind of goes back into like that shame and that judgment mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get it I get it mm-hmm. I've I've been I've been in situations where in perhaps some of you guys listening can relate to this. I've been in, in seasons where I've had so much going on mm-hmm. and, and I've been looking for an, I was looking for an outlet and perhaps I wanted to talk to my wife or my sister or my mom or my brother or a neighbor, anybody you can think of, but they just have so much shit going on themselves mm-hmm. that you know, you, you, you kind of already know there's just no room there for you. Mm. Right. So to your point about like, just kind of not wanting to unload, I can see not sharing because you've already decided or noticed that they got their own crap to deal with. So you just hold on to yours. Mm -hmm. I understand that piece. Mm -hmm. Personally. Yeah, I get that too. And that's why I think, who are you doing? Who is it for? Yeah. It, you it's, know, it's a good question. Is mm-hmm. it, is it okay to be fake happy mm-hmm. in all situations or just in some? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there a function for that? Very interesting. And so, like we often say, you know, we we talk about these things, um, not because we have the definitive answer, but because (laughs) we will more than likely end up with more questions, Mm -hmm. you know, like in this case, context matters. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Well... I'm trying to think if there was another, um, like there's a saying that I always hear too, (laughs) and it's positive vibes only. Yeah. It's a whole culture. It's a whole, I think that was my bigger point of bringing up the, the Gen Z kind of thing is like the, the whole, a whole younger culture is, um, not just younger, but I'm seeing it a lot more when I'm talking to like my, my clients that are kids and middle schoolers. Um, when I was talking earlier about like crystals and things like that, I didn't mean <laughs> to offend anyone, mm-hmm. but um, the, what you were saying is it's a whole culture um, of not wanting to feel pain and it's there. Yeah. Um, not knowing how to um, express it or handle it or deal with it. And I've talked about this a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, We actually had a whole episode um, during, uh, when was it? I think it was mental health awareness, something of that nature where I was talking about kids kind of going from zero to a hundred and like no coping in between. Mm -hmm. And they're, um, having conversations of like, are you really okay? Um, Are you 
um, you know, positive vibe. What does that mean? I know what I want. We know what we want it to mean. Right. What does that mean for you? And so I think that that was the bigger point that I was trying to make earlier. Um, I'm glad you said it um, more clearly because um, I see it. I see it so much in in my younger kids too that are just like, yeah, um, they, I I literally see it all the time and they write it all the time. Um, Everything happens for a reason. It could be worse, you know, like, um, you know, all of that. Yeah, yeah. The it, it's a culture rooted mm-hmm. in, um, clinically speaking, a <laughs> lack of coping skills. Yes. I, yeah. And if if that if the if the coping skill is, you know, avoidance and denial, mm-hmm. then we have problems. Yeah. <laughs> we, we got, yeah, we, we we got problems. We have work cut out for us. Man, oh yeah. Clinically, yes. As clinicians, we well, definitely clinically, got work cut out for parents, us. Well, clinically, as parents, as teachers, as friends, as all of us. Yeah. Um, you know, for sure. You know, you know what I what just hit me? What? So COVID broke out in March. <laughs> let's mm-hmm. say of last year. Yeah. Yeah. About and, March. and immediately when COVID hit, we were told by the then president mm. that everything's okay. Mm. <laughs> uh-huh. Everything's okay. Give it yeah. a couple of weeks. You know, we're gonna, we're gonna handle it just fine. Everything's okay. Nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. And that was the consistent message for the better part of that year. Mm-hmm. And it turned out, no, it wasn't okay. Mm-hmm. And I can see how at one point it started out trying to put out a positive message. I can see yeah. that. I can see how not wanting to uh, create hysteria, that I can understand. Mm-hmm. But, and this is the point we were making. Oh my God, this is just, it just hit me now. But to the point you said earlier, there's a certain point where you need to just kind of lay that to the side. Yeah. Doesn't mean that we can't hope for the best, but we definitely need to confront what's in front of us. And that didn't happen as far as, you know, our then president is concerned. Mm-hmm. And that's my opinion. And send your emails and comments. I'll be happy to <laughs> read them. Uh-huh. But that inability or lack of wanting to confront what was in front of you mm-hmm. only served to create bigger problems. Yes. Yes. I think that's a great example. I mean, we all live through it. Right. Yep. And so you can see how even that's on a big scale that Mm -hmm. we all endured collectively. Mm -hmm. And so on smaller scales, um, in just daily interactions, what that can do. It's happening. It's happening nonstop. 
Mm-hmm. Nonstop. You know, when mm-hmm. I talk, when I, when I talk to my kids and they're visibly upset, I think I told you this, this, uh, this was the other week. I walked out into the kitchen and one of my kids are, they're visibly upset. Mm-hmm. And I say, are you okay? <laughs> she's telling me, yes, she's fine. But as she's saying, yes, she's breaking down. It's just blah, 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 blah. Tears just streaming. I'm just like, you're not okay. Tell me what's going on. <laughs> and at that age, where do we get this idea that even when we're not okay, we need to say we're okay? You know, grown people, we all messed up. But for the kids to already understand that when you're sad or hurting, you don't say that you're sad or hurting. That's a problem. Yeah, it is. Jameson, you didn't intentionally do this, but it's a beautiful segue into our next week's episode. (laughs) Happens all the time. Our people-pleasing stories. Oh, my goodness. I would hope, I would hope that... My kid is not trying to people please. Well, I don't know. Kids kids like to please their parents. They don't like to worry them. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it doesn't help, guys. If 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 anything comes out of this episode, positivity is good. Mm-hmm. Being optimistic, yes. I'm all for that. The, the, the question is one, based on what? Mm-hmm. And two, you know, there's a point where optimism no Who longer is it serving. It no longer serves anyone at, at yeah. a certain point. Right. Wow. So, you know, don't worry, be happy, but. You know, put some gas in your car. (laughs) Don't worry, be happy. It could be worse. (laughs) Buy some insurance. It could be raining. (laughs) Yeah, carry an umbrella. (laughs) Right. You know, you starting a business. Yes, you're going to make that million dollar sale. But (laughs) don't go buy that Maserati just yet. Right. You know, let's just level up gradually, guys. Um, cause otherwise we're just going head first off a cliff. <laughs> no, we are. I don't know how else yeah. to say it. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm pained, pained mm. just thinking about it and, mm. and having these images of people, um, in my life who, who yeah. experienced this thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's difficult. So I think that's our time. Um, I really, <laughs> now I'm sad. <laughs> I can hear it. I can hear it in your voice. <laughs> yeah, we, oh. I know we just, we just, we got to do better. I'm telling you, life is full of, life is full of, of beauty and, and good times. Mm-hmm. It, it is. is, it is. And, and I do hope and pray and wish that people, um, experience those Mm -hmm. but i it pains me to know that 
people do suffer. Um, I, I don't say unnecessarily, but more than they need to. Mm-hmm. Right? Life is full of suffering. It goes without saying. Mm-hmm. But we prolong our suffering sometimes. That's, that is very true. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's why I wanted to bring this topic to the podcast because it's um, some, sometimes just being aware of it can make all the difference. So if, if you notice that you're not being authentic to yourself um, because you're waxing on the positivity or, you know, whatever, it's something to explore. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, I do hope that this provides some benefit to you guys listening. Um, I hope that you share it with somebody, you mm-hmm. know, with somebody who, you know, is just faking the funk more than they need to. Um, let them know, let them know you see right through it. Um, because listen, we've all, yes, some of us are doing fine, but we all got some scars from 2020. Mm-hmm. So let's just kind of acknowledge the, the struggle collectively. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause the only then we can move on, you know, again, I'm, it sounds like I'm dropping her Dean's uh, redefining grief podcast, but <laughs> one of her anchors, one of her first things she says is tell the truth. Yeah. Tell the truth. Let's just acknowledge it. And you don't got to tell it out loud. Just acknowledge it to yourself. Yeah. And then turn that page. Let's normalize some authentic relationships. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Couldn't have said it better myself. So if you found value, guys, let us know. Rate it. Comment on it. Review Mm -hmm. us wherever it is you're catching this podcast. iTunes, uh, Google. Uh, what's the other one stitcher podbean let us know or uh what is it now mia um in our ig yes please follow us on instagram it is relationship renegade podcast yeah lots of good you can find things. us there lots of good things is happening uh season three is just plowing full steam right <laughs> so hold on tight we're glad you're here it's gonna be a wild one guys And so if no one's told you today, okay, it will always be true. You matter to me and Mia. Mm -hmm. Yes, you matter to us. And we love you. Mm -hmm. Take care and we'll catch you on the next episode of Relationship Renegade. Bye Bye now. now. Hey guys, one final note. Um, If there's a point where the positivity almost borders on um, mental illness, um, diagnosable mental illness, like real mental illness. And Mia and I just kind of wanted, we we wanted to come back and just remind you that um, that may be something that's also going on. Mm -hmm. Um, And there are a lot of people who are operating in this space of forever positive always positive not all of them but a lot of people where they've lost touch with um reality Mm -hmm. and and maybe me in the future the whole question of reality that's a question topic maybe we should tackle Mm -hmm. um 
but losing touch with reality, not necessarily my reality, your reality, no, not that conversation, but losing touch with, you know, the ground or the fact that you're suffering or you're hungry, you're in pain to the point where you're no longer safe. Okay. Um, where you are perhaps are even a danger to yourself. That's concerning. Mm -hmm. And so if you know anyone like that, really um, encourage them, um, encourage them uh, to um, seek the help that they need. Um, and so we didn't want to get away from this show without saying that. Right. Um, it be, because there's, a, there's more to this than what we had time to get into. Mm -hmm. Anyways, guys, thank you. We love you and appreciate you. And we'll catch you on the next one.